Hi there, I'm Jake. Hi, I'm Krista. Uh, what do you know about DCOMs, Krista? Nothing. I watched uh, High School Musical and, and oh. Camp Rock. Oh, yeah. That's about it. <laughs> and I watched all of them. <laughs> all of them? Yeah, it was like an event in our house. <laughs> so join us for a DCOM deep dive where we're going to watch and review every single one. You always did let your magic do the talking. And who said that? <laughs> the mom to her ex. Ooh. Oh, yeah, to Calabar. Yeah. Ooh, Calabar. Calabar. Why do you think they got that name? I don't know. It sounds like it's a famous name of some sort. Yeah, it seems like I know the Cromwell sounds familiar. Is that a famous witch or something? It so yeah, it sounds familiar. Uh, okay. So. <laughs> yeah. I... Agatha, yeah, like I know a million witches in fiction named Agatha. Right, so. for sure. Well, if you didn't know, we're talking about Halloween Town, the fourth decom. It premiered October 17th, 1998, only two months after Brink. Two months? Facts. I didn't know yeah. that. They were really close together, so. I remember this one coming out. I remember the premiere. Yeah, very well. I remember like everybody watching it. It was super hype, and uh, we had no idea, you know, that Debbie Reynolds was in it. We didn't know who that was. Yeah, I bet all the parents and grandparents are like, what? Debbie Reynolds? I would, I don't know if that would convince my dad, but. <laughs> well, I think they would have at least think, like thought it was interesting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She's in uh, Singing in the Rain. She's in a How bunch the West of stuff. Was One. Yeah. Uh, some Wedding in Las Vegas. What is it? No, it's some. Uh, it's another. It's a famous movie with Las Vegas in the name. Let's see. In and Out, The Unsinkable Molly Brown. Yep. She had her own show, Debbie Reynolds show. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I feel like everyone had their own show back then. I know that in Singing in the Rain, in the Good Morning scene where she's dancing in heels, they had to carry her out after the last take, and her feet were bleeding. Oh my goodness! And when you watch her dance in that scene. Yeah, you can't tell. Of course not. No, you can't tell at all. She's a pro. Yeah, and I heard one time she said she can do anything a man does dancing wise, um, except backwards and in heels. Oh, no doubt. <laughs> if anybody doubts that, you're wrong. <laughs> yeah, and that's uh, Carrie Fisher's mom. Yeah, right. Yeah, Princess Leia. Oh, yeah. yeah. And they really do look alike. I've never oh, really yeah. noticed it until no. this time. And then yeah. I really noticed it. You know, I remember learning that when I was a kid or maybe my... Maybe my mom told me that when watching this. I kind of remember that being like, that's Princess Leia's mom being like, what? Yes. And I remember being like, she looks nothing like her. And now I'm like, yeah, okay. Definitely her mom. Yeah. There was some moments where she like, I don't know, like looks kind of towards the camera where you got more like a front shot of her face. Yeah. And I was like, wow, that is, that is Princess Leia. Especially now that, you know, like the newer Star Wars movies have come out where she was like an older woman. Oh, uh, yeah. And they CGI'd her. Well, I'm not talking about that, but just even, being older. Yeah, even in um, The Last Jedi. Yeah, uh -huh. yeah, you're totally right. Yeah, totally I think that's right. why I could see it more this time is because I have now seen uh, Carrie Fisher as an older woman. Yeah. So. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and she's the star of the show. Oh, absolutely, yes. <laughs> but before we get into it, what was this one about? Okay, so... Wait, what's the main character's name? Marnie. I cannot. What the heck is a Marnie? Okay, I anyway. I never know Marnie. Yeah, never. <laughs> only in this. I like it. It won't stick in my head. Okay, so Marnie is about to turn 13. Yeah. And it's Halloween night and her mom won't let her go um, out with her friends. And so she's super, super sad and super disrespectful, I might add. Yeah. <laughs> and the grandma comes and tells her all about Halloween Town um, with her brother and her sister. Um, turns out it's real. She's going to lose her powers if she doesn't go to Halloween Town by midnight on Halloween. Her grandma leaves her the bus, so she follows her. In Halloween Town, there's like this evil thing that's basically making all the good people bad. Uh, yeah. They work together to fight it. There's like a talisman they have to work. Uh, and like the mom and the grandma, they both get trapped by the thing. It like turns into a statue. And then basically she finds her powers. She gets the talisman. They get it to work. And then 
as a family working together. Yeah. They all right. defeat the bad guy and then grandma goes to live with them. Yep. That's it. That's okay. how it comes. That's you nailed it. <laughs> Thanks. I think this is the one I've seen the most because it it never went out of circulation. Never ever. Like there are Christmas, there's a lot of Christmas decoms and they would take those out of circulation. Huh. But because Halloween Town only had you know, there's what competition does it have? And I think it has there's two more. But those here's how popular these movies are even now. And I didn't know this. Huh. Um, we went to trivia. Uh, we got trivia on Thursday nights. This is last October. So October 2021. And the question was name the top uh, name five of the top 10 most Googled Halloween movies as of October 2021. And um Halloween Town was on there. It was like number three. It was like really high up. And we were all like, like, we didn't even guess it. I remember we joked about guessing it. Yeah, it's funny to me because like, I definitely have heard about this movie before, but I watched it. I was like, this is good. But I didn't think it was incredible. No. I didn't. No, no. Debbie Reynolds carries that whole movie on her back. Yeah. Without her, it would be almost bad. <laughs> You know, you ever see a performance that like is just so good, it elevates everything around it. That's what's happening here. Yes. She's just such a pro and leans into it so perfectly that you're like, oh, I buy this. Yeah, it's a very like, like Mary Poppins yeah. or bed knobs and broomsticks or like that classic. Oh, so and so looks like a regular woman, but she's not. Oh, totally. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about that, too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, gosh, I just I couldn't get over her. And every year I say the, the same thing. I'm just like, she was just so good. And she's in all four. Oh, she is. I didn't yeah. know that. Barely in the fourth one, like shows up as a hologram for a second because they, you know, they had to put her in. Right. Of course. Yeah. And we'll talk about that more at the end. But yeah. yeah. Um. So a couple fashion oh, uh, <laughs> fashion. Please. That's my uh, sting. I don't know. Um. So. The main character, Marnie, she had some some bangs. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Some 90s <laughs> we have bangs. the thick, thick bangs. Uh, the little sister had a little less bangs. But um, yes, I had crazy bangs in kindergarten. Like I, they like went to the I don't know. It felt like the middle of my head. And I asked my mom and I was like, Mom, why did you make my bangs so thick? And she's like. Well, your hair kept getting into your face. <laughs> so I guess I, there was actually a reason. No, so that there makes you go. sense. <laughs> that makes sense. There was some scrunchies, some hair clips. Yep, yep. Jean jacket. Tons of denim. Yes, a lot of dim denim. My favorite part, though, was the guy. His name's Luke. He had a patchwork quilt vest. And was I that was a like, thing? I, yeah, I think so. I just thought it looked Halloween-y. Oh, maybe know? it was, but I think it was a thing. Like I the patchwork, know. like patchwork uh, vest or you something. You would know that better than <laughs> me for sure. I so. I wouldn't remember that. Yeah. <laughs> so main characters, um, we had Marnie. Marnie. She was 13 years old. This time it was two girls and a boy. Yeah, it was pretty much a female movie. Really was. Yeah, I mean, we had uh, just the one guy. I don't even remember his name. And we just watched this. What was his name? Because they say it like once. It's uh, Dylan. Dylan, yeah. Dylan. Yeah, so, yeah, the main character is a, a girl. This is the first one. Yeah, The main character is a girl. And then, obviously, the grandma is pretty much a main character. Yeah, we have a mom, no dad. It's a dead dad this time, no divorce. Right, yeah, but still dad. a single parent. Yeah, so. and, and no grandpa either. Grandpa, he, she kind of mentioned passing, oh, William passed. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, grandpa. so grandpa's dead. Got it. Yeah, it's very, I don't know, it reminded me of Gilmore Girls with the, the grandma-mom oh, yeah. daughter dynamic yeah. happening. So. That was a big part of this, yeah. Yeah, it really was. <laughs> Um, I really liked Sophie, the, the youngest of the three kids. She was just precious. Yes. And like, she's pretty heavily featured. She's in every scene Marnie is. Like, all three of the kids are in every scene together for the most part. There's no, like, now Marnie's gonna shine. No, they're all, they're all the main characters, you know? Yeah, yeah. And 
Yeah, Sophie was just so cute and so funny. And like, I perfectly believed her. She had a very Matilda vibe in my um, opinion. Yeah, she just, she was just natural. And you don't, you can't teach kids that. They either get it or they don't. Yeah, like that under wraps kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the main guy on under wraps was great, and then we debated about the others. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they were pretty much all good. The guy was. He, he had his moments where you're like, oh, okay. They were just, I just don't understand this. Like, the children are just so sarcastic and so mean. So mean to each other. This has not been the first movie it's like that. I do not understand it. Does it sell better? Do people like it? Do people just assume, yeah, siblings don't get along to that level? Right. Because, yeah, I argue with my siblings all the time, but as soon as something cool like Halloween Town, if we were like walking into Halloween Town <laughs> as kids, Every argument's out the window. We're now like all together and on, on in on this, you know, like if something cool happened, it was like, OK, we're buds again. But I don't remember just like like picking on my sisters verbally like that. No, I would be more like trouble. Well, yeah, that but it would have been more like an argument about like whose turn it was or, yeah. you know, something very specific, not just you're stupid. Like, yeah, and that's. <laughs> That's going to be a trope we're going to deal with a lot. There's a lot of like my stupid siblings and yeah. DCOMs where they don't get along until they have to. Yeah, I mean, it really uh, Marnie and Dylan didn't get along. I felt like they both got along with Sophie, which was the youngest. Yeah. I don't think they were really picked at her. No, much, no. But... Yeah. Wouldn't anything like my dumb baby sister. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I didn't understand like why... I don't know why the daughter was so disrespectful and the mom like kind of took it. <laughs> yeah, I would have got roasted. <laughs> I would have gotten so much trouble for talking to my parents like that. Yes. And, and if anything, just you're, it's just you're being a jerk. It's not just being disrespectful, right? Like you're you're being mean. Yeah. Yeah, she's I mean, just mean. I probably would have argued with my mom about going to the party, but I also... You wouldn't. Have, I think I would have gotten in trouble for talking to her like that. Yeah, but you wouldn't have stooped to that level. You right. You might have gotten emotional. You might have tried to reason with her one way or the other, but you wouldn't have started talking about how your mom never lets you do anything uh, in the way that Marnie did. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, it was just very, like, surprising. And, like, it felt like at that point the mom hadn't done that much yet, you know, like. Yeah. <laughs> Later yeah. on, I could kind of side with Marnie. I was like, yeah, I feel like the mom shouldn't just get to choose whether or not she becomes a witch. So yeah. I don't know. But did you understand the mom's reasoning? She didn't give it. She's like, I just want my kids to be normal. That's there's no backstory at all. She kind of says, like, your dad was a human. Yeah. So she mentions that at least. But it's so like, why does she not want to have superpowers? I don't that understand. always bothered me. I was like, and here's another thing. So the whole movie, it's like several days, I think, in Halloween Town, uh-huh. right? And it's like maybe an hour in the mortal world because time passes differently. And they mention that Agatha, Debbie Reynolds, is 200 Yes. So it's like, why wouldn't you want to live longer in Halloween Town? What? So you want to die faster? <laughs> is this like a nihilist movie? Is that what it is? That how it works? Like, I just thought she was 200 because she lived a long time. No, she literally says time passes different here. An hmm. hour. It's like a week here could be an hour there. She kind of threw it around like it could be this or that. I don't know. I guess. So I've been watching Bewitched lately, which has been really fun. But they just like live a long time. Like right. They're not. Which again, right. it gets confusing because it's like, OK, the grandma looks this certain age and the mom looks this certain age. And yeah. the daughter is just 30 turning 13. But is she going to live forever? Did she age differently? I just get real confused about all that. <laughs> just wait. The third one takes place in a high school where they're like. Yeah, this is a monster's high school, but we got to bring normal kids in here. Oh, really? (laughs) And the fourth one's like, yeah, we got to copy Harry Potter. That's literally the fourth one. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like, what? Why? And then change Marnie's. Yeah, that's another conversation. 
Right, right. Well, who would want to change Marnie? The yeah. best actress. Well, they do bring in Sarah Paxton, who's mm. kind of an all-star. But, okay. But to her credit, Kimberly J. Brown, who plays Marnie, gets better and better with each decom she's in. Okay. Like, progressively better. I can say that for sure. Okay. But I'd love to be proven wrong. It'll be funny if I'm wrong. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> yeah, I would say she did fine. Mm-hmm. She was never terrible. She was never great. It's like, ah, oh, this is good. Good yeah. job. Like, this is pretty good for a 13-year-old. If that's all. She looks about 13. Yeah. 13, maybe. I think she was. Yeah, like, It's just believable. like the going from, like, 0 to 11 with, like, the sass or the meanness or the whatever. I don't know. I, I wonder if, like, kids watching that are like, yeah. I relate to this. Or if they're like, oh my gosh, you should never talk that way to your brother or sister or your mom and dad. Yeah, I just remember being like, Marnie, stop. <laughs> like, even as a teenager, which of course, yeah, teenagers are more emotional. I work with them full time and have for some time now. And um, yeah, they are absolutely more emotional than we are. But I feel like, yeah, when you watch these movies, it's written from such an adult perspective where they feel like teenagers go from zero mm. to 60 wildly. But that's, not exactly how it goes. Right. Right. It's a little more realistic than that. Yeah. It's a little more similar to adults than that. Yes, they do go zero to 60 sometimes, but it's, yeah, usually like a compounded long term. Oh, I'm so tired of this. Yeah. Well, one thing I noticed is that grandma shows up and she's like wearing a cape. Yeah. And I'm like, is this normal yeah. to you? Yeah, like, wearing a witch outfit, basically. Yeah. And then later she like kind of takes the cape off and they're like, oh, you dressed up. And she's like, oh, yeah. But they didn't say anything when she was wearing the cape. I'm like, is that like a normal thing grandmas in their town wear is these capes? I think it was really clear that they don't see grandma all that often. Yeah. Sophie was like, kind of like, look, I don't know. Sophie, the way she acted was like, oh, I really don't know you that well. Mm-hmm. But she, she was excited. She did know her. Mm-hmm. So I don't. And then she said she can only come through on Halloween. To yeah. The world. And plus, dude, she shows up at like 8 p.m. And then it hits like, what, 11? She's like, yeah, got to go back to Halloween town. Why couldn't she have come earlier? You know, all right, kids, only three hours of grandma's time a year. Like, all right. <laughs> well, whatever. maybe she's nervous about how much time is passing in Halloween town. So Could she be. needs to get back. Could or be. Something. Could be. Yeah. I love that they had to explain that the mom and grandma were fighting by uh, Marnie's like, do you think grandma and you could not fight? We haven't seen each other in a year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was like just spelling it out exactly. <laughs> now, that's something a teenager would say, actually. Yeah, well, that yeah. I buy. That I could see like a sibling of mine saying and my parents being like, shoot, you might be right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. She did say it kind of mean, though. But she, yeah. wasn't, she wasn't wrong. <laughs> um. So I have a lot written down. Um, did you see when she resurrected a chicken? Yes. She's like, yeah. Leftover chicken's better when it's left on the bone. <laughs> like, okay, so you can just bring like half a chicken back into a full chicken. Why not just do this every time? Yeah, like, she the same chicken <laughs> forever. <laughs> I didn't think about yeah. that. I kept thinking about how it seems like they have like crazy powers, and then oh, the talisman. I have to do this whole spell for it, and I have to do all these. Things when it seems like they can just instantly transform things. Yeah, the way magic works is really unclear, <laughs> right? They're flying on a broom and Marnie asks her, asks Grandma, like, how does magic work? You have to want something and let yourself have it. That's what she says verbatim. Yeah. Um, so then it's like, but it won't work unless we do this whole spell. We get all of these items and then we... Uh, put it in the thing and then we have to do the thing and say the right words. And I'm like, well, it didn't have that any other time. Why this time? Yeah. And that was the only spell that like they chanted an incantation uh-huh. to get it going. Everything else. It was like, you know, Sophie wanted that lock to go away and imagined it as a frog. And it was a frog. Yeah. They and flew on the broom because they wanted to fly. 
I mean, the mom accidentally turns that one guy into flowers. Or, like, covers him with them. She yeah. did say an incantation then, but it's, yeah. like, not all the time. It's very inconsistent. But I think uh, it's not really the point of the movie, right? You're not, <laughs> you're not developing this rich, magical world. And me as a kid watching that did not pick up on any of this. No, I guess not. I was like, oh, this is cool. Okay. You know, I perfectly bought all of it. So I feel like they knew what they were doing and didn't worry about those details. That's true. Why would you? Which, speaking of that, I felt like you walk into Halloween Town, yeah. there is nothing different from a regular town nope. except the people look different. Yeah, and the giant pumpkin. And the giant pumpkin. Yeah, and the part where they're in one of the stores and you can see out and uh, actually... The only reason I know this is because Luke was on like a video. A, my older brother's a YouTuber. His name's Youngtown. And him and his buddy actually talked about this movie for like 40 minutes. They watched <laughs> it. And he point his buddy Brutal Moose pointed out. Yeah. Like when they go in that store, if you just look at the street, it's just empty stores with no signs, no nothing. And it's like, wow. Okay. What town in Ohio are they in? You know, <laughs> they're yeah. definitely in some small town. I think it's like in Massachusetts or. You can look it up. There's a Halloween Town Festival there every year. Oh, that's so fun. And a lot of the actors will show up and sign autographs. And like it's their this very smallish town's big thing. Let me. Yeah, let me see what town it is. It's called the Spirit of Halloween Town. I'm almost positive, <laughs> which is just it's the best. Oh, it's in uh, St. Helens, Oregon. Yeah, huh. St. Helens, Oregon. There Interesting. You go. Oh, they have the theater that you can go and look at. Yeah. Which was supposed to be closed forever. <laughs> well, what do you know? <laughs> I just thought they could have done a better job about making it look more magical and interesting. Besides, I mean, yeah. Yeah. You're right. Sorry, I mean to interrupt. But budget-wise, <laughs> I mean, they're very... It was obvious where the budget went. Here comes the skeleton taxi driver. Wow, that's some good animatronics. Here comes... A guy in just literally like some crappy dwarf troll mask and a basketball suit. Like, that's it. And, and there's there's you could see the both kinds everywhere. There's like literally a lady in like, I don't know, a Tinkerbell costume from Walmart and nothing else sitting next to like this cat woman who's in pretty nice like prosthetics. And so the whole movie are like, yeah, OK, they they really spent a lot of money on some things. Yeah, I definitely looked into a crowd and saw it looked like, yeah, a Cinderella costume yeah. from Walmart yeah. with like a fake wig. And I was like, oh, boy. <laughs> I mean, most of the money probably went to Debbie Reynolds. Uh, rightfully so. Yeah. Yeah. But I could I could see her being like, I don't know nothing about her uh, character or personality. Just being like, you know what? This sounds fun. Yeah. She I guess seemed so. like she was having a blast. <laughs> uh uh, the two-headed man at the bus station was my favorite. Oh, where definitely. Where those guys are just, it's like they're wearing the one shared suit and they're arguing with each other the whole time. I was like, that's the character I would play in this movie. I have to know, do they come back later? I don't. See, here's the thing. The second one, for some reason, we weren't allowed to watch it for a while. Huh. And then when we got older, mom was like, yeah, it's cool. You can watch Halloween Town too." There was something about it or... Maybe we didn't, we tried to watch it, but did I just remember like we always missed the second one huh. and we ended up convincing mom not long after her not letting us watch it to be like, it's, it's fine. We watched the first one and she was like, yeah, okay. Like that makes sense. And then the third one we watched a million times. And then the fourth one we had to watch because we had to. Yeah, you've seen all the other three, so it's of course the, you had to. It's the only decom with four. High School Musical only has three. That's a good point. I hadn't thought and about that, that. That probably made way more money and continues to, right? Yeah. They have that yeah. new series and like they can license out that show to high school theaters, which they still do. Like it's still around and Halloween Town is too, but there's no way they're making that kind of money <laughs> uh, off of Halloween Town or, or ever did. You know, and we're, it's like you'll still see Zac Efron in AAA top tier movies, Vanessa Hudgens, too, or and sometimes Ashley Tisdale. But you don't see any of these actors pop up ever. Well, a few of them went on. But yeah, several of them definitely quit acting like yeah. after a couple movies. So. Yeah, but they're not popping up in like the latest no. movie theater movie as the star. Right, right. Like, Zac definitely Efron not. can sell a movie by his own name. Yes, he can. 
For sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I mean, it's just that just shows you what High School Musical was. You know, it was so much bigger. And I yeah, I would as a kid, though, I would pick this over High School Musical every time. Well, every time. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know if my parents would have let me watch this one because my so my parents loved Halloween. But sometimes with witches and that sort of thing, they want to always want me to watch that. So I wonder, we'll have to watch the second one and keep it in mind. And maybe we should ask your mom, see what she says. Yeah, she might remember, though that's, I don't know, her memory is really selective about that kind of thing. She'll usually (laughs) call me and like text me and be like, do you remember this? And it'll be me who remembered. Huh. Yeah, not her. Huh. She remembers other kinds of stuff, but that kind of who got in trouble. Like I, she said, I was her little record keeper. <laughs> yeah. Who got in trouble? Who got in trouble? Who got to do what? It was like I had a mental ledger, and if I didn't get exactly equal to everyone else, that is the middle child yeah, thing. Absolutely. Because my yeah, my middle sister, she can do that sometimes. She'll be like, well. Krista got exactly this, so I would like exactly that. <laughs> yep, yep, yo, without a doubt. Without a doubt. <laughs> yeah, I cannot do that. <laughs> I don't remember. So, uh, do you notice Luke? Luke is uh, the, he kind of becomes a romantic interest in the second one, I think. But he, it's implied like he's the bad guy. He's the bad one. He's a troll who got some kind of surgery to look like a human. And he looks so good now. And <laughs> yeah. He's such a mean teenager. When he like runs up to Marnie uh, at the broom store, he knows her name and they've never met. <laughs> yeah, they've that just, was really weird. <laughs> they've just driven by him and been like, that's Luke. He's no good. Yeah. And they were like, later, he's all talking about how he was made like handsome. And that's why he did what he did was just to be handsome. And, and I'm like, boy, you are that handsome, please. <laughs> <laughs> but would, would like 13-year-old Krista find him a little handsome? Dude, I was all into the like swoopy hair thing. Oh, I yeah. was in that long hair. No, I don't know yeah. what that is. Emo, kind of half emo. Anyway, so, I was really yeah. into that. So like Zac Efron's hair in High School Musical? Yes. Like the, yes. the that was my hair, actually. Oh. Yeah, fun fact. I, I had, I... Well, that's like my natural hair. I'm bald now, so she's never really seen me with hair. Um, It's true. But the, yeah, the funny thing is that guy would have never stood a chance for you then. Like, you you just want your type. No, he's not my type. Not looks wise. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and then he comes up, he calls her the wrong name, and then he- Hey, (laughs) Marley. Yeah. He like asks her out almost immediately. He's like- Hey, you want to get ice cream? He like says it that way. And yeah, so, he's like being mean. Like why? I don't know. Maybe it's just 13 year old game is not very good. Is that how you would have asked a girl out? No, I don't know any when. OK, maybe they are a few years older than we are. Like uh, we I looked it up. We would be Sophie's age. Sophie, the oh, actress, okay. was born in 91. So and I'm 91. She's 92. So that we were. There's a gap, right? There's like a six, seven year gap. Yeah. Would have been a little different. And um, and when I was 13, asking a girl out was just this awkward, you know, hopefully not on MySpace. If you were, <laughs> uh, my dad made me call the girls' dads to ask. Oh wow! A lot of the time, yeah. So and I hated that. Um, but I I would just ask them at school, and it was awkward or weird. But it was never like that. No. Well, my mom, I don't think they really wanted us to date in middle school. And I think I was too afraid to anyway. But Uh I'm pretty sure my mom made a comment one time and she was like, what do you want to go out for anyway to hold hands at lunch? Like, is that all you want to do? You're not going out. You're not going to a restaurant. And I'd be like, Mom, that's not what it means. Not knowing it is what it meant. <laughs> no, when I was 13, my parents were like, who do you like? You should go on a date with her. Ask her out. We'll take you. They were just like, go for it. And yeah, 13-year-old me, um, or at least teenage me, I think I had a side. So in my adult life, I had two girlfriends. And then before that, I had a, just a handful in middle school and then zero in high school or college. Like it just I was like, nah, Ugh. this is this is too much. When I was in second grade, this boy liked me and my mom figured out about it. Mm-hmm. And Susan. she yeah, she teased me 
Uh, hi, mom, if you're listening. But she teased me about it. And so I never wanted to tell her about dating ever again. And I was too embarrassed. <laughs> yeah, my dad teased me and I, I got embarrassed about it. Um, actually, um, like the school counselor in fourth grade came to our class. Her name was Miss Vo. And I really liked Miss Vo. And she was Vietnamese, I think. And like handed us these cards like, is there anything your parents make you do that you don't want to do? You know, looking for abuse. And I think I just wrote down, they asked me questions that I don't want to answer. <laughs> and I was talking about them asking what girls I like. And I remember she like brought me into her office. I don't know, the next day to act, like really interrogate me. And I was like, yeah, she kept asking really personal, you know, embarrassing, looking for abuse questions. Right. Like, like a good counselor. Doing her job. Yeah, because but... she was, and if memory serves, she was excellent. Like I remember really feeling like I could trust her and that she yeah, cared yeah. and. Like, knew my name, and yeah, that's impressive. She knew. It was a huge elementary school. Yeah, that it really is. This is in Atlanta and Gwinnett County when it was the fastest growing part of the U.S. Oh, wow. So it was booming. And so for her to know all these kids' names, yeah, she was excellent. And so I was just sitting there like, uh, no, like my I parents don't touch me or, you know, anything like that. I just, just don't want to talk about dating, okay? Yeah, and that was basically what it was. And I don't remember if she laughed or smiled at all. Like she was just, she was such a lighthearted woman until that moment. And I was like, what is going on? <laughs> what did I say wrong? Yeah. Yeah. So that's my story. Um, I don't know where that came from. <laughs> I just figured it'd be a good podcast story. Um, so back to Halloween town. Oh, wait, I have oh, one more thing yes, to say yes. about this. Go ahead. Um, I also thought it was really strange. He like sort of, asks her out in front of her grandma and two siblings. Like, again, this guy has no game. If he did that, that means he's got guts. It's true. If he had teen- guts. Like, I've seen, I knew a few teenage guys who would do that. And we'd all be like, what? <laughs> this dude is afraid of nothing or an idiot. <laughs> well, because I have personal experience where I was oh, at. Yeah. I was at this forensics tournament. If you don't know what forensics is, it's kind of like acting where you do very short, like one or two person skits kind of, um, or like speeches. Anyway, I was there and this guy was just so extroverted. He like comes up to me and he's like really talking to me. And my dad was there because he came to watch me. And this guy finally leaves and my dad is like, Oh, why was he flirting in front of me? That's weird. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I can see your dad being like that. That's fantastic. I just thought it was shocking that he actually said that. My dad said that to me. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's the best. I love that story. (laughs) Yeah, I just, I, you know, the few times I remember asking a girl out, I think it was over the phone. I remember asking one girl over the phone. I think another girl at church. Yeah, there weren't that many. They were mostly in person, though, and face-to-face and around nobody else. Just because, yeah, I was I was a very honorable middle schooler, I feel like. I didn't want to do it online. I felt like that was tacky. Yeah. And that yeah. if I couldn't do it in person, to me, it didn't mean anything. Oh. That was, that was my thought. Like, I really devalued. Because social media was new. And so I just felt like asking over social media, which is not necessarily inappropriate. Though I don't recommend it. I'll put it that way. Um... It means a lot more if you ask in person. Yeah, and I, I get now, as an adult, different personality types really benefit from having social media and more introverted people. We met a couple we met over social media yesterday. We were eating true, dinner true. with them. And yeah, the guy was really introverted. And so uh, the fact that he was able to like message her first made it a lot easier for him. And I don't think he asked her out messaging. No, no, but it's still, different. it still helps me see like, okay, like that really helped him. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like what a, what a good thing, which you can rarely say about social media. For sure. Um, I want to talk about the, what's his name? The bad guy's name? Calabar. Calabar. Yeah, the second one's called Calabar's Revenge. That's oh, no. the only reason I remember his name. Oh, okay. Because they say it like once in this movie. Yeah, they really don't say it much. Yeah. They just keep calling it the bad thing. But yeah. then, anyway. Well, Calabar's the mayor's name, and we find out later the mayor is the bad thing. Right. So, yeah. Right. Yeah, Calabar's assistant. She is a pincushion. Oh, pincushion. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> yeah, the giant pincushion who looks so- like a tutu mix yeah everybody's like a monster and all of a sudden she's an inanimate it's like 
yeah, Beauty and the Beast just yeah. had a moment for a second and she walks in and I'm like, so her power is being wearing a weird skirt. I just thought that was the weirdest thing. I never thought about it that way. Matter <laughs> of fact, I always remember seeing that costume being like, that's funny. The costume is incredible. Yeah, I really do like She has like, like a hard time getting through the door because of all the giant pins and like, it's really silly. It's it something is. like a Miss Frizzle would wear. Yes. You know, <laughs> like, or, or you would wear on Halloween, honestly. Like, yeah. that seems like your perfect costume. You know, I, as you say that, I was literally just thinking, maybe I'll be that for Halloween <laughs> this year. <laughs> so you know me well. <laughs> oh, dude. I, yeah, I've always loved that dress. It's a great dress. It's one of the best costumes because I've never seen anything like it to this uh, day. Uh, I'm sure you could Google someone who copied it and wears it to <laughs> the spirit of Halloween Town every year. <laughs> I don't think it'd be that hard to make. You nah. just have to stuff it. Oh, uh, maybe I'll be that this year. There you go. <laughs> now, when they go to the movie theater, which is where all the bad guys are hanging out, basically, and it says closed forever. She's like, we have great movies here. Oh, it's closed. And it says closed forever. It's like, how would you not know? <laughs> yeah. Do you not come talk to anybody, Agatha? You say you live here and you act like you're friends with everybody, but no, we have great movies. Oh, no. Well, maybe it just happened, Jake. Who knows? I guess. But I guess people have been disappearing. and. Yeah, that's true. Things aren't all what they seem in Halloween Town. Things aren't all great. Yeah, it is a little confusing, though, because so the, the bad thing is there. And yeah. he has this like portal there. Yeah, in the, the TV screen. And they realize once they leave it that he can't really be around light. But then when he transforms into Caleb, the what? mayor, he's like the, the mayor, mayor form. Yeah. And he's fine. And I, yeah, that was confusing to me. too. Yeah, that is weird. And then the kids have to uh, get all the ingredients to um, fill up the, the amulet or the yeah, talisman. The talisman. Yeah. Merlin's talisman so they can save the town and set them free from the slave spell. Yeah. I, I got to say. That might have been my favorite part of the movie when yeah. they went and got the three things. Yeah, it was great. It was the hair of a werewolf, the sweat of a ghost. What was the third one? Uh, oh, the tooth of a vampire. Yes, yes. Yeah, and it was all like, wow, right place, right time, guys. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, the werewolf is in a beauty parlor, and I loved all the different people's weird hair. Those were fun. And yeah. they were pruning this, like, plant person, and he was just a very, like, goofy, flamboyant werewolf. So that was really fun. <laughs> yeah, and then the ghost, like, they go to the gym, and he's, like, literally in an old-school sweat box, which I've never seen one in person. No, I haven't either. I didn't even know the head popped out. So I, yeah. I thought... I thought for a second that, oh, he's a ghost. He just decided to pop his head out of it. Oh, really? You didn't know? No, I didn't really know what that was. <clears throat> the only place I've ever seen these is in movies. Yeah. Like, I've never seen these outside of movies or cartoons, I guess. I mean, I've seen a sauna yeah. in person. I've never tried one, but a, a sweat box? No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, quick, distract him. And he's doing like his terrible stand up routine. Uh, Dylan is. <laughs> and Sophie's literally running around with a sheet on her head. And he's like, don't, that hurts. It's offensive. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah. The, the offensive ghost thing, which uh, earlier the grandma had made her be a, a ghost. Yeah, by putting a Halloween. sheet over. <laughs> so That's true. Oh, grandma's offensive. Oh, uh, man, Dang. grandma <laughs> leaning into those ghost stereotypes, which he couldn't even get out of the sweat box by himself. Right. He's like he calling for the attendant. Yeah. Like, attendant, let me out, these kids. So he can't, like, go through walls. I don't even know what he can do. Because apparently he can sweat. And he's just transparent. Yeah, that's it. That's the only thing. He's just see-through. But the, the whole gym was my favorite. All the costumes <laughs> of the gym, the budget just shot to zero. No kidding. Aside they, from the aerobics instructor. Man, I thought she looked... I mean, her face looked good, but, but the then, rest of her yeah. was just like a bodysuit. It was like everybody in that gym, they just were like, grab a mask out of the pile and dress <laughs> like you're at a gym. Okay? That was that was it. And the masks were... I mean, if you've seen Troll 2, the best, worst horror movie of all time. They were worse than that. <laughs> like, I feel like I could grab these masks at Walmart. They were truly bad. And again, it just felt like... Everything's normal, except they have masks on. Yeah. Like there was no special thing happening. No. Even the ghost couldn't walk through walls. He was just transparent. Oh, that's it, it felt very silly. That's it. 
I do have to say, though, when they go into that movie theater the first time, um, it looked creepy. Yeah, that is a creepy part. That's like the only part of the movie that I thought was actually a tiny bit creepy. No, it spooked me a little as a kid. I remember being like, ugh. Yeah, they're like all frozen. <laughs> There's cobwebs on them. They're staring into space. It's it's creepy. Is the way he pops out of the screen that freaked me out. Him, him I remember being like... Yeah, his face is creepy, but I think I could tell it was fake. I don't remember. Right. Because I remember looking at it now and I was like, that's a good design. Like, it, creepy face, but it's fake. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's fake. And I, I don't remember if Kid Me could tell or not. Well, and I could not figure out why he chose. Maybe I'm picking this apart too much. I probably am. Yeah, yeah. It is but just a kid's That's part of the fun. Yeah. <laughs> but I kept being like, why does the bad guy use a 13-year-old boy to be his helper weird right well i guess it's a kid's movie you gotta have kids exactly yeah like with that lens on i get it yeah but yeah. yeah i would not that want that as a bad guy. as they say in the biz you gotta have a kid's pov point of view <laughs> yes i heard an interview from like some nickelodeon executive who talked about that he's like people will come pitch shows to nickelodeon be like this new cartoon is about a businessman <laughs> <laughs> and he's like this is a kid's network we don't want shows about a business. <laughs> like, I was like, that's a great point. <laughs> that would, is a great who point. Who would pitch that? No, I don't know. I maybe, mean, Boss Baby. Yeah. Jake. Well, no, I'm, yeah, ki- I'm yeah, kidding. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, maybe it's a, a, a great idea anyway, and he's just shopping it around, as people do. Could you be. Know? I, but geez, man. Like, because <laughs> you're not making it about a business kid? Anyway. Well, speaking of kids' point of view. Yeah. Uh, I realized watching this that I have been influenced by movies Yeah. as a kid. Because kids in these movies, they're always doing like, put your hands in it, everybody. Let's go. And like, you know, you all lift your hands at once oh, or yeah. whatever. Oh, yeah, I did that. I copied that. I copied that so hard. And I would be so confused why other people want to do it. I'd be like, all right, guys, let's go. And I'd put my hand in and I'd be like waiting for everyone else to put their hands in. <laughs> Oh, I I remember knowing it like wasn't a normal thing and telling everybody to do it. <laughs> well, I think once they did it, I'd be like, "Put your hands," up, you know, like yeah. I'd tell them what to bossy do. Bossy kid, Krista. Uh, bossy yeah. kid, Krista. I've heard so many stories about bossy kid, Krista. It's funny you're not bossy now. Well, I hope not. <laughs> not not at all. Like, yeah, I have I I can imagine it when you're around your sisters and I see the dynamic. You're not bossy. But they're definitely looking to you sometimes. <laughs> yeah, well, I think at school I get a lot of it out, you know, because yeah. I'm, I'm a teacher. And so you're in charge. So I'm going to yeah. next time I'm going to say, all right, kids, everybody put your hands in. Let's do a great job. Hands up. One, two, three. Let's go. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. That's my next thing. I'm sure they'd love that. <laughs> what kid would say now? I don't know. I just thought that it was really funny that. He explains that evil is better than good. Oh, yeah. So it's very not subtle at all. He's like, everybody be evil. It's better. (laughs) I mean, he explains this whole plot multiple times. Exactly. It's a kid's movie. Right. Well, and I thought that the the citizens seemed to cheer him on for a while. And then, I mean, maybe it was affecting their brains and stuff, but. Yeah. And as an adult, I'm like, are they just trying to like lay low in case he wins? Could be. You know, just like, I don't know who's going to win. Or do they really want to be back in regular human world? Yeah, because this is part of the plot. We didn't talk about this. The backstory was humans and I guess magical creatures lived together in harmony until they didn't. And then magical creatures started to like be mean because the humans were mean to them and it started turning them evil. But most of them were good and they were like, no, no, we got to get out of here because this fighting is making us bad. So they created Halloween Town as a as a place of solace and peace where the, the war would end. Just like Dylan and Marnie no longer share rooms. Yeah, that's right. That was, that was literally <laughs> what she said. I mean, I thought that was a good way to help kids understand what was happening. So yeah, yeah, it's a good connection. Yeah. All right, you got any uh, actor connections for us? Yes, sure do. All right, let's hit it. Okay, is it Aggie? Agatha. Agatha. They say Ag- Agatha. They say Aggie. They say Aggie. Aggie Cromwell. Yeah. Um. Obviously, we talked about Debbie Reynolds. Woo. Queen. <laughs> Queen. Yeah. We talked about some of the things she had been in. 
Um, but obviously she's uh, a little bit older in this movie. So yeah. some of the things she did before she passed, she passed away in 2016, um, the day after Carrie Fisher. I don't uh, know if you know that. I did. I yeah. remember seeing it on Twitter. Oh, was, that's so sad. It's heartbreaking. She yeah. had a goal of creating a Hollywood museum and she was really going hard for this and people kind of ignored her, which was kind of sad. Um, she like kept trying to, and so she had a lot of um, like Hollywood dresses, like famous uh, dresses and fashion. And they just thought that it wouldn't work. But then she had from her collection, she had the dress from seven year old it, or seven year itch that Marilyn Monroe wore. What? And she sold it because they want to do this museum. It sold for $4.6 million. Dude, Debbie Reynolds. And, and she just wanted to put it in a museum. Yeah. Not to give it to a private collector. People just wouldn't like Man. support her. Yeah. And so there was another one, the dress from My Fair Lady uh, that Audrey Hepburn had. It was for $3.7 that she sold. Poor but Debbie. good news. Um, some people like took her collection. I think it was her son. Yeah. Perhaps. Son. Perhaps. Yeah. Uh, and they they started getting it open, and unfortunately, COVID did delay it. But I think it's still like in the works, so it's all right. So it's kind of like it's kind of cool that it's coming about. Yeah, how cool is that? Yeah, um, Marnie, uh, she started in commercials, was on Broadway. She's in Bringing Down the House, Tumbleweeds, and Be Cool. Yeah. She is one of the few of the kids that actually continue to act. So Yeah, and she's a TikTok star. She is. 1.5 million followers. I literally just stumbled onto her. <laughs> I was scrolling through TikTok. She popped up like in her own video. And I was like, I know who this is. <laughs> I'd recognize that chin anywhere. Oh, I'd, I'd recognize Marnie, a DCOM star anywhere. That's big news to me. <laughs> she was in Guiding Light TV show. She was in General yep. Hospital. Oh. Um, she's yeah. all, she's in a movie lately that's called Abducted, so it's in pre-production. So right. she's still going. She's still working. Good for but her. Hard to stay in the biz. Probably my favorite thing is not her acting stuff. Um, oh? She has an Etsy shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that on her TikTok. <laughs> it's called Craftily Creative, and she basically just capitalizes on Halloween Town. Way to go. Yeah, she has shirts. She has stuff. She also wrote a book called Poppin's Pumpkin Patch Parade. That's so. a great name. <laughs> yeah, and she was on um, on uh, the pod, not the podcast, uh, Christy Carlson Romano, who we'll, we'll meet later, but she's on Even Stevens and in Cadet Kelly as well. Oh, okay. And she was on her YouTube channel and she talked a lot about being in Halloween Town. And then she also interviewed her and Sarah Paxton about why Kimberly was not in Halloween Town 4 and like, oh. there's no bad blood there. There never was. Yeah. It was a phone call situation and... Yeah, it's, it's interesting. I just think it's hilarious because, like, there's been several stars already that they still hold on to the one decom that they were in. Like, the the worship leader who still yeah. writes it at the first sentence of his bio. I just think it's so fun. I mean, it's sort of niche, but, like, if you're a millennial who watched TV like we did, I not you, but my family. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not me. Like, I would recognize any of these people. Right. Uh, I don't know if I'd recognize them. I'd, like, I might not be able to put my finger on all of them. Mm -hmm. But I would be like, yeah, I know I know you. Yeah. I would know Marty for sure. Yeah. The worship leader guy would have taken a little more thought. <laughs> because he's only in two. Well, and sometimes they don't look the same, yeah. you know, as yeah. an adult. Um, Judith, uh, who played Gwen, her name's Judith Hoag. H-O-A-G in real life. Um, she played the mom. She's She was in Armageddon. She was in Hitchcock. Oh. Um, so she's been in a lot. She's Yeah, and she was good too, by the way. Well. <laughs> I thought she was. I thought she was very one note, but it's okay. I mean, yeah, there's not a lot of depth to her character. And there's no backstory that That's true. was developed. So what do you got, you know? <laughs> but she has a YouTube channel called Goddess on Fire. What is that? And she does Wake Up Wednesday live stream. So if you want to wake up on Wednesday and watch her live stream, you sure can. Goddess you know on fire. I'll have to watch it now. <laughs> I'm serious. Yeah. Oh, I know you're serious. I'm going to watch one of those. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe more. Okay. The boy, Dylan. Yeah. Joey Zimmerman. He really, he's one of the ones that kind of stopped acting. 
Um, he was in a few things, but now he enjoys fencing and writing. Right. He was a photographer and a co-creator of a media company called ZFO Entertainment. It was supposedly this like geek entertainment thing, but its last post was in 2019. Mm. So I kind of think it's not a thing. COVID might have killed it. Poor it's guy. Very possible. Poor guy. Yeah. Um, Sophie with a little girl. She only had six acting credits, so she stopped acting after Halloween High. So that four, was her last. Oh, three. She was not in the last one. Halloween Town High is the third one. Oh. So she's not in the last one. I guess not. Dylan's in the last one for huh. a second. Huh. Yeah, the family is in it for a second. So I guess she didn't want to come back. Interesting. Yeah. Or maybe she didn't get the call. Who knows? Yeah. She uh, teaches mixed martial arts in Whoa. Arizona. She has a fifth degree black belt. Sophie. I know. What's her real name? Uh, her real name is Emily Rosk. Emily. Way to go. Yeah, that's really cool. I know. I thought that one that one was probably my favorite. I did like the Etsy shop thing. I thought that was kind of funny. And she's probably not recognized as much because she was really little. That's true. And so, yeah, people don't recognize you as much when you, you know. Although... By the third movie, she would have been a little older. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. yeah. I'd love to know. I'd love to know, Emily, if you want to come on the podcast. <laughs> so last one is uh, Luke, which is Philip Van Dyke. Um, he stopped acting in 2003. Uh, one of the things he did is he was the voice of Arnold and Hey Arnold for season two. Yep. Which I did not know this. They got a new Arnold so the, they could have the voice of an actual child, which yep. I thought was cool. Yep, yep. And he plays young Christopher in one episode of Gilmore Girls. So oh, there cool. Is a, that's kind of why Gilmore Girls is on my mind. There but there is that go. grandma. And yeah, he is great in Hey Arnold. I'm So I remember even noticing that as a kid that the voice changed. Hmm. And that's a pretty, that's a really good show. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, go back and watch it as an adult. It's excellent. Now he runs a sales floor for a financial services company, and he's in a wine club and likes to rock climb. All right. <laughs> Good for you, Philip. Yeah. I'd like to know if he... I want to know how much these people get recognized. Yeah. You know, like, what's that like? You're not, you're not that kind of star where, like, you can't go out, which has right. to be great. Yes. <laughs> but you also... Have like, you know, regular people being like, oh, my God, I saw you in one TV movie and like, I'm so excited. That has to be so cool. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if he or was, maybe annoying, what <laughs> is on the sales floor for a financial services company and I walk up to him and I like, huh, you look familiar. <laughs> Except you had a troll face at the end of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Did you get plastic surgery again? Yeah. So are there any um, Disney Channel connections? Okay, aside from all the sequels, right? Because that those are obvious and people are coming back. There's a lot of sequels here. Uh, there's quite a few. Our director, Robert Dwayne Dunham, he was the editor for Return of the Jedi. Oh. How cool is that? And Blue Velvet, that's two um, George Lucas movies. Huh. And then he worked on Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks, if you don't know, is like one of the most critically acclaimed TV shows of all time. Like literally of all time, like when people make top 10 best TV lists, it's like usually one or two is huh. Twin Peaks. That's how significant it is. So he worked on Twin Peaks. Uh, he worked on just a ton of stuff. But for DCOMs, we got Halloween Town, the 13th year, ready to run, right on track, Tiger Cruise. And now you see it. The man oh, wow. was around. And yeah, being the editor for Return of the Jedi. I mean, this guy is not bad. Like, I feel like he knew what he was doing with this movie and was like, OK, with what he did. You know, it wasn't like, yeah, I got to make an Oscar winning movie. He's like, no, we're just having fun making a kid's movie. I think that's why it's still around. Like, he did a good job. He did. Yeah, he did. He did a good job. That's so fascinating, though, that he did such big stuff and also Halloween Town. <laughs> yeah. like, Yeah. I, I'd love to hear what he thinks about it now. That's got to be interesting. Uh, Kimberly J. Brown. Uh, she's in Quince. That'll come up. Pretty soon. That's like 2000, 2001. That's a pretty rare. It's like a rare card decom, man. It's like a rare collector's card, <laughs> like holographic. Like they didn't play that one much. OK, excited uh, for that all. one. Uh, Mark Mothersbaugh did the music. Uh, he from Devo. He wrote Whip It. You know, bum, 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 no, bum, who bum. is this? Mark Mothersbaugh. Oh, that's his name is Mothers. Mothersbaugh. Oh, interesting. Mothersbaugh. I don't know how to pronounce it, but um, he did. So much music. If you IMDb him, 
you will find something he did that you know in seconds. Uh, most memorably for me, like of all the tunes he did, he did the Rugrats theme song. And I could hear like bits of, I don't know, Rugrats in this sometimes. <laughs> I was like, yeah, this sounds like the same guy. Yeah. And as a kid, he was one of the first composers I knew because I liked that Rugrats theme song so much. And I like learned his name and would track him and stuff and be like, oh, there uh, he is again. There he is again. I like never thought about who actually wrote the music. And I'm a music teacher and I just, it never occurred to me until I watched Lord of the Rings and I love that music so much. I listened to it over yeah. and over and over. Howard Shore. Whoa. Mm -hmm. But he does two more decoms. He does Can of Worms, which is uh, like maybe two movies away. And then the Even Stevens movie. Oh. Yeah, and then uh, Robin Thomas, who played Calabar, he had quite the IMDb, by the way. Huh. Uh, I don't know that it was anything I recognize aside from like a few bit roles, but he's going to be in Horse Sense. Oh, okay. Uh, which is, yeah, maybe three movies away, which is a very good decom. And I had no idea he's in it. So I'm going to be like <laughs> doubly watching for him now. Man, we need to make some sort of web of all of the connections somehow. Web of decoms. That would be very hard, but like... You know how there's uh, shows that do crossovers where like, oh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine is in New Girl, New Girl yeah. or what or whatever. Yeah. I'm just like, OK, how can we connect all this? That's where my brain is going right now. Yeah, I'm sure there's an app where we can make a web or something. It's, yeah. it's got to be doable. Oh, I was thinking about poster board. So you're much more fancy than me. <laughs> yeah, well, an app would readjust all the, di you know, the like lengths and stuff. But it would Jake, be like poster board yeah yeah it would it would look really cool if we made a poster board <laughs> well we could get it started on the app and then you know poster board in a second anything else that's it for me uh i have a few reviews oh yeah your reviews go for it so um rotten tomatoes for the past ones have had pretty much no reviews but this one actually had five critic like critic reviews uh yeah it's halloween town so they got an 80 percent <laughs> from the critics and there were 25,000 reviews from the audience. So this one was pretty decent. Yeah, everybody um, knows it. It got a score of 71%. So there you go. Huh. IMDb got a 6.5 out of 10. Uh, I have one review to read. Um, Please do. Doomed Mac gave it a 7 out of 10. And he said, I really like this music. This, sorry. I really like this movie for what it was. A really cheesy decom. It's a good time. Yeah. I agree with yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I would give this like a, a oh, yeah. 7.3 out of 10 for me. 7.3? Yeah, seven, like, yeah. Why so specific? I don't know. I was like, it's not a 7. It's not a 7.5. So I thought somewhere in the middle. Wow, I didn't know we could do uh, points. You can do whatever you want. It's your well, scoring system. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wasn't doing points. I gave it a 6. I, I thought it was fun. But man, Brink and You Lucky Dog are just so good. Yeah, they're this much one, better. This one was just not up to par compared yeah. to them. So, But compared to Under Wraps, which... I, I mean, I liked Under Wraps, but I, yes, I decided to give Under Wraps. I moved it down to like a five. Yeah, I keep moving it down too. I hadn't seen very many at that point. No, you got to have those reference points. So yeah, the just so you guys know, the scores will change over time as we think about it. And I think that's appropriate. Right. Because as you think about a movie, sometimes like that was the best thing ever. And you leave and like the next day, you're like, wait a minute. Was it the best thing ever? Yeah, and then some things age like fine wine, like the dinner party episode of The Office. <laughs> you know, it just gets better every time. Right. And over time, I'm like, I remember when I first watched it being like, that was tough. And now I'm like, this is so brilliant. Well, and under wraps, I watch it. It was the first one we had watched. And I was yeah. like, this is just charming. It's so it cute. Is. It is cute. Oh, and man. so now I'm like, OK, these other ones are cute. And they also have a little bit more to offer. So so. At least it was the first one that, you know, you started with like a very middle bar. Yeah. 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 So the next movie is Xenon Girl of the 21st Century. Yes. Another female lead. I Love, love, love Xenon. <laughs> I would stay up till the middle of the night in college. So I'd come home <laughs> from my parents, stay up middle of the night in college, like 2 a.m. to watch Xenon. <laughs> I love Xenon. Like, it's just super nostalgic. Is it good? I don't remember. Is it nostalgic? Oh, yeah. 
All right. Well, I'm excited with that kind of review. Staying yeah. up late. Yeah. I don't know about staying up late. And so. there's three. <laughs> oh, there's really? Three. It's another it's another series of the 22nd century of the 23rd century. Yeah. Every century <laughs> we're going forward. Now. No, no, no. She's uh, she's not that great. She oh, can't well. age. She can't last over 100 years. Not like Aggie can. Yeah. Not like Aggie. <laughs> uh, one complaint before we close. And please, please tweet at Disney Plus. Why is this in widescreen? Amen. It cut off all kinds of stuff and made the shots awkward. It did. It really did. There were shots where it was like, they're cutting off part of Marnie's head while she's talking. Yeah. Like their face was way zoomed in and you'd be like, what in the world? Yeah, this is not a widescreen movie, guys. Like, at least give us an option. I know some people want to do that. That's fine. But come on. Yeah, it did not look good. Yeah, it's not, <clears throat> it's not the biggest deal to me. But it it's fixable. That's why it's dumb to me. I'm like, yeah. this is like a click for you guys. Yeah. Someone has this file somewhere. I know it. <laughs> All right. Well, we will see you next time for Xenon. Cetus Lapidus. <laughs> You'll find out what that means. <laughs>